0: Good evening again, and welcome back to the joint meetings of the Board of Supervisors. Um, Our current board that we're discussing things with this this evening is the Farmers Market Advisory Board, and we'll start the roll call to my right. Tina Garzillo.
1: Greg Phillips. Brian up.
0: Susan
2: Saracini, Lauren Air, Greg Wax. Bill Jowen. Tony Havaday, County Manager. And Carol Kenny.
0: Thank you. So welcome to the Farmers Market Advisory Board, and I will turn this over to its chair, Lauren Dario.
3: Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, first slide, please. Sir. Yeah. um Just gonna. We just have a handful of slides to go over. Um, basically, what our market's about, how the last year went, and how the next year will be going. How we plan it to go. So um, again, this is the supervisors' joint meeting. Today's the 28th. Next, please. So, our mission statement for the market, obviously I'm not reading off that slide. <laughs> the mission statement for the farmer's market is to support the local economy by providing opportunities to local producers to sell the produce and products directly to residents of Upper Merion and the surrounding communities. Thank you. Um, we provide, fresh fruits, vegetables, meats, cheeses, and other farmer's market produce products to local residents. Um, Our market is here to enrich the quality of life in Upper Merion through supporting an environment for community gatherings, education, and interaction between residents and farmers. Uh, We also support sustainable agriculture in Pennsylvania and expand its public health and environmental benefits. Next, the structure of the market is as follows: It is um, underneath the Park and Recs department. Uh, the staff being Brian Sell, who's of the liaison, Paige Wilderson, uh, and Jasmine Ali, and Sarah Latanti are the market crew that work during the season on the actual Saturday of the market, as well as Brian and Paige are there as well um we have advisory board members myself being the chair beth davis is the vice chair and the acting secretary we have eric kuhn and our newest members susan saraceni and tina garzillo is our board of supervisors liaison and we have many many volunteers from previous years that still assist us every week with this, especially The break the setup and the breakdown of the market, um, as well as just hanging out answering questions, walking around making sure everything's great. Next. Um, So we do have a year of statistics. Um, We make it a point to keep a good record so that we can always improve upon, you know, the previous year. Um, And we send out a every year we send out a survey to all the vendors and we get a pretty decent response. And we try to you know have the survey um, including a lot of questions that might help us go to the market and definitely to get their thoughts and ideas um, and on occasion we've sent out um, surveys to the patrons as well I don't I'm not sure we did that last year but we have done that too um so here is just a glimpse of our stats uh, with the revenue and attendance so um, we sell market we we utilize market money, we don't sell it where we exchange um, swipe someone's credit card in exchange for a monopoly like money that can be used at any vendor at the end of the market day. We go around and collect it and exchange with the vendors for cash. So we've always kept a nice um, a nice nice statistics about the money that is collected as well as a car count, we think it's very important to see, you know, how many people are coming to the markets and to gauge when we see more better attendance versus um, lower attendance, uh, as far as the events that we have, you know, if it's a holiday, um, if a food truck is there and et cetera. So we get to, you know, we compile all this data and it gives us a nice glimpse of the year and we can, Tweak, make some changes, or get some ideas from all of this. Next, um, we uh, we like to think that we help in as far as community out outreach with our market. Uh, and both in 2021 and 2022, we had PCA scholarship applicants um, and a winner from last year. And we work in conjunction with the Upper Marion Library on occasion, they have a table. We do the seed packets once in a while. There's always communication between the two. And the ECDC has a job there at our market as well. Next, um, our vendor summary. Um, a majority of the prior year's vendors are back with us. Um, you can see, I'm not gonna go through everybody, but we have a, a smattering of vendors from farms to cards, to food, to pottery, to booze, you know, mushrooms, we got it all. Um, 24 applications were submitted um, so far this year with more interested and we have five farms registered or expressed interest. And Brian did just tell me that a new farm did confirm NK. So we definitely have a new farmer for this season, but it just seems like more and more every year, more, more people are reaching out to us as opposed to us searching for other people. So it's definitely, I think the word is getting out that you know we're a well-run market and you know we get enough people to warrant having these people want to be our market. That makes sense. Um, we have musicians weekly. Um, a lot of them are returning um, to be on the stage. I know. One my personal favorite is leaving him. I'm very upset, but. Uh, we have great musicians and uh, again with the vendors they're, they're usually calling us and saying that they want to come perform at the market so we really do love having having the musicians there so looking forward um we have synergies with the park and rec for marketing and sponsorships uh we want to uh always learn and try to do better mm-hmm. go, better data collection collection and trend analysis um we want to return and grow our customers um we want to you know look at the survey from our vendors and work with that to see how we can improve things and get as many food trucks back as we can we've uh, we've always had a little bit of um complication with food trucks because we're a nine to one market and so a lot of food trucks don't do breakfast a lot of people don't want to eat you know a cheeseburger or a cheesesteak at nine in the morning so it's kind of I know, who wouldn't? But it, it, yeah. <laughs> but we have had some more interest in some different food trucks. So hopefully we'll have more food trucks this year. So, um, our scheduled events, we always have a second Saturday event. Um, it's just feature something more fun, maybe things for the kids. So, our opening day um, is always a birthday celebration. We usually have some kind of cake or giveaway. We're doing a family fun day. We always have the Zucchini 500, which is like our best event of the year. Everybody knows what the Zucchini 500 is. Um, We have a Health and Wellness Day, the Spooktacular, and my favorite, the Barktoberfest, when all the dogs come in their costumes and get to play games. And then we end with the Chili Cook-Off every year. And welcome to the season, which starts... May 14th this year, okay. The market remains important and beloved amenity. We've proven our resilience and sustainability throughout difficult circumstances and transitions. And we're still the Upper Marions Main Street where most of our community comes together. That's it. Thank
0: you. Any questions, guys?
1: Questions or comments. Yeah. Ready for May the 14th? And me too. Go ahead. Right. Just one copy. Can you go back to the slide that had the analytics? This is for you, Does anyone punch it up? Yep. Can you enlarge it? <laughs> yeah, right. I can't read it from here. I'm yeah. not actually gonna ask a specific question. I actually just wanted to applaud the market, um the market, um, the market. Advisory board members and, and Brian for okay. actually putting that together I know it's something that, that supervisor generally has talked about for a long time seeing the analytics knowing how many people come to, to the market right. uh, I think it's important to, Brian, yeah it, Brian. It's important to me also can I get a copy of that sent to me and the reason why I ask it, because occasionally I, I do have somebody who will reach out to me and say how many people actually come to the market and I can respond and say well on the occasional you know, the occasional time I find right. once you know, once every second or third week, it's usually pretty well attended, but having some of those numbers there that I can actually relay, I think that'd be very helpful. Right.
3: And, you know, while 452 cars might have come on that Saturday, some might have just gone to the library, some might have gone down to the pond. but it's just, it gives you a general it's, idea of what you see. Coming and I want to say, there, there are, so the reason that there are some blanks yes. are either because the car counter wasn't working mm-hmm. or somebody forgot to put it out. And I wanted to make sure that the, the numbers were accurate and we did, didn't just like throw numbers in there to make this look good. These yep. are
1: actual numbers, yep. not padded numbers or anything. Yes, and while there may be some numbers in there regards to count for the library, those numbers also don't account for somebody who, like myself, 90% of the time right. I have right. walk in or bike in. If right. okay. I buy something, I right. use cash, not walking on and, well, and it also right. counts only cars that have happening before in the car. Yes. Well. yes. Right. So yes. It,
3: it's definitely not a definitive no, we're not swiping the badge, no. but you're getting a very good idea of what's coming into the market. Mm-hmm. And for us, we kind of use it to gauge like, did that event go really well? Or you know, mm-hmm. is this better than other days? You know whatnot, so it, the food,
4: it's definitely yeah. That's why I like analytics because you can take a hard look at what's working and what's not yes. working, and tweak your system
1: to make it better. Numbers no, no, don't no, lie.
4: Numbers no, don't yeah. lie. Yeah, and it, I said I wouldn't get yeah. to the numbers,
1: but you know you look at it very briefly, and wow, what a shock! Oktoberfest and Zucchini Five Hundred are way yeah. up there, and um, I'm pretty sure that that's not an accident. Right. Right. Since you mentioned people
0: who walk there and who might bicycle there and don't show up as a car that arrives there, maybe they kind of balance out the people who come in drive in and go to the park or drive in and go to the library. Absolutely. So those numbers
3: they're pretty 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 accurate. accurate, Again, we're not looking for accurate. Yeah. I'm not looking for but I don't need to know that. 354.5 354.5 people went to the market on
4: Saturday. It's a barometer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it helps you to sell it to the vendors. Because yes. if they know you're getting 450 cars coming in there, they can calculate the run line what percentage buys yeah. Yeah. and how much food they have to bring, et cetera, et cetera. So right. there are a lot of tools that this suffices to, to help mm-hmm. everybody in, in better analyzing yeah. and support the system. So, so speaking of the metrics and that.
0: We had five saints there at least once. How how have they done?
3: As far as I know, they've done pretty well. Awesome to them. When they're there, they they sell pretty well. Yeah. You know what I'm they're a yeah. big, they big they in our family, So Yeah, <laughs> I think mean, the only reason they haven't been there a lot is they don't have to, that to work. Yeah, they don't. have their staffing that. issues.
1: So. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. I always <laughs> buy from them when they're here. That
4: is a full range of products that Right from there, I think that's great.
3: Yeah, and and knowing that we're getting another vegetable vendor, is that the fruit
1: that one? Fruit. That's the fruit. Oh, the fruit. Yes, um,
2: great. The, the new form that you just. Yes.
1: Yeah, Yes. So that gives us
2: two fruit vendors now.
1: Well, no, that's the that's the fruit vendor we were talking about, but they've
2: actually sent their stuff in. And they actually sent their
0: stuff in. So they're confirmed.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's a big one for the public to understand, too, because we've had a lot of struggles with securing another fruit vendor that it's been a few years since we've had right. someone consistently. So that, that's going to be a, a significant. We draw. also uh,
3: secured a cheese vendor and a bread vendor. Oh, cheese. Oh, <laughs> So this will be an
2: exciting <laughs> <laughs> and I think also we're I think that this will be a very successful year. And I want to know the, the public, public that this is such a wonderful community amenity for, for us and Upper Marion. And um, there's so many benefits to this market. Um, just the camaraderie that happens there as well is significant. Um, having lunch there, sitting at the picnic tables, uh, chatting with their neighbors. It's mm-hmm. our front street, our main street, um, the for every Saturday. And if residents have ideas for the market, if they know of people who could possibly, who could possibly uh, participate with the market on different levels, always, like, always welcome the community outreach kind of things. We have some of the uh, other citizen boards who are also participating now in the market. You did mention ECDC having a job there. Um, all of the all of the sports can do things with the market. The market I know, is set tables there. Um, so this is this is for the community. So anything that anyone wants to do to be involved with the, farm, the farmers market is welcome. And I'm looking forward to season 13. I think it's going to be an exciting I, year for I many for many yeah. reasons. Oh the one thing that we should probably mention is that this year we're not going to be having the uh, the market money. Yes. <laughs> just I because of um, volunteer changes and uh just the dynamics of the market that uh, we decided
3: to put it on hiatus for this year, so I don't know if we would address that more, or if what I just said is enough. I, I think you pretty much said it. Uh, we decided not to do the market money at, at this time for this year, um, just because of everybody else with staffing issues. Or, you know, as 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 many volunteers as we do have, you know, they can't commit to every week, and you know, you can't expect them to. Um, so yeah, so this year we're just, we're, we're going to try it out and see how it goes without having market money this year. And, and we went the last two years during the pandemic without market money. So it was also kind of a, a transition to move back to market money because people uh-huh. had kind of forgotten about it. So, but we're hoping that, you know, it doesn't, some people get a little annoyed and, and it's hard too because I always forget to bring money too because so I like money. But there is an ATM and yeah, inside. There is
2: an ATM so, machine inside
3: the couch
0: building. building. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I would add to that is make sure that it gets in the newsletter mm-hmm. and make yep. it a big deal at the top of the newsletter that there is no market money. So either plan to come with a credit card if it's taken at different vendors, and most vendors take credit cards now do. too, which
3: is they great. Do. I mean, I think help everybody but Jonas. I think Jonas <laughs> found, um, Yeah. Yeah, that's probably okay. one of the another big draw for us away from the market. Huh? He's going there. Okay, away from the market, um, market money is because so many places already—they have that swipe thing. And mm-hmm. it, everybody can do it. Yeah. And pretty much does it themselves these days. So, but we're always looking for ways to um, promote ourselves. So if anybody has any good ideas, apparently a great big sign I drove by today on Allendale—I didn't see. Oh, I
0: wanted to mention
3: that. I didn't
0: see, I didn't see it.
3: it. You didn't see it. I
0: drove it. I
3: didn't see it. What sign was <laughs> that? Uh, it's a farmer's market sign. We put it up at um, where Mullen House was. Oh, OK. Yes.
0: I haven't driven past there today, I just did. so I didn't see it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't see it either.
1: I don't had to ask them. It seems like it was your idea
2: Two or two side of the mullet track. So it's, right. it's at that end of it, not the, uh, the back frame. Uh, uh,
3: uh, yeah, it's closer to the, the, the bridge. Yeah. Or the overcast. But yeah, we're always looking for better, you know, I mean, marketing ideas, getting the word out there. Because there's still people that have never heard of them did, did we ever
4: have the American Red Cross cover booth?
3: We didn't.
2: Uh, we had tried to secure that before, and we were turned down because they do the the uh, the blood what drives do do? inside the township mm-hmm. building. So they had told me that um, they want spread out like it But it's, it's worth well, asking again. Well,
4: you know, the fire companies are doing the sound the alarm. They did it in uh, Sweden already. We're doing it in Sweden, middle of May, and we're going to be doing it in pressure later in the summer. Explain
0: The sound of the alarm is
4: where the fire company personnel go around the houses in certain neighborhoods. And if you don't have a smoke detector, they will install one for you. The American Red Cross provides labor and they provide the devices. And I'm thinking that not only could they possibly do that, and, and, and you probably see this in Philly more than you do here, because every time they have a fire in a neighborhood, the American Red Cross or the fire department goes on to that neighborhood and gives out smoke detectors. But the
0: American
4: Red Cross does much, much more than that. And I'm thinking possibly approach them through Bill Daywell, because he's the connection for sound the alarm. And Bill may be able to get to the right person in ARC to get them to come out and. Show their wares, so to speak, and tell everybody what the American Red Cross does. They may get some donations, but at the same time, people that need smoke detectors might get one, or if they might want to sign up for a blood drive, or know when they're going to be health. I think it would be a good match.
3: For it would us. be a nice for a health and wellness day, Absolutely. too. They could come do blood pressure monitoring. Yeah, sure. so I've Had yeah. a Health come that
2: they do um, blood pressure screenings. They've done bike um, helmet giveaways to children. So we've had we've had events like that there, but I, I like I like yeah. this idea and maybe chalk now
4: too. You're oh, sure. that's, that's a great really idea. idea. That's a really
2: good idea. We yeah, had the police department do um, uh, fingerprinting. Oh yeah, chalk. Uh, yeah. 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 yep. fingerprinting. We try to do that usually uh, before before school begins in the fall or at the end of the school
0: year uh, going into the summer. Yeah. So those are the two times we try to do that. All right. Well, thank you all for doing such a great job for continuing such a great tradition. And I see that Neckman has joined us as well, another member of the Farmers Market Board. So thank you all, and um, thank you for your support as a staff member, and uh, to Tina as the, yes. uh, the yes. liaison to thank this group. And we appreciate your, your all your hard work keeping this wonderful tradition alive now for its thirteenth year. Amazing. so it's important to all of us yeah thank you okay yeah. so yeah we will have <clears throat> stop for one more break before we have our final uh citizen board this evening so we will pause here thank you very much everyone thank you all